MoneyWeb now on the money. The show's brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Chatting with Gary Chapman, uh, CEO of Cop Industrial Holdings. Results for six months ending December. Revenue up 12%. Headline earnings down 17%. Gary, appreciate the time today. Uh, the revenue up 12 and the HEPs down 17. Really tells the story of, of, of what's been a tough, tough six months. And, and I mean, let's touch on load shedding. I mean, your, your operations, which is a, a lot of it, is manufacturing. Load shedding must be nothing short of a nightmare. Yeah, hi, uh, Simon, and thanks for having me on your show. Um, yeah, it's been a tough uh, six months, and, and I think, I suppose, the story is around revenue growth in order to recover cost increases, mm-hmm. but certainly subdued uh, volume and demand environment, um, and a lot of that is driven by load shedding. So, uh, yeah, very, very tough. Um, we, we've managed to operate most of our plants relatively effectively, but the downstream impact is significant, um, just on our customers, on retailers, um, and obviously that drives lower lower consumer demand, which we've really felt through our businesses. Yeah, I, I take that point. Maybe the impact not at you, but it's in that chain somewhere. You mentioned the, the revenue there. I mean, you, you've been able to push through some, some cost increases to recover increased uh, input costs. We have, Simon, yeah. So this has been coming for some time. I mean, we saw cost escalation through in the prior year already. Mm-hmm. So it's been something that we've been actively working on. Um, and if you go through and unpack our results, in most of our divisions, our sales volumes have actually been lower, which kind of illustrates what we've managed to achieve in, in terms of recovering cost increases, uh, because most of that revenue increase is actually cost recovery. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I hear you on that, and 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 therefore, you know, not increasing margins, not increasing uh, profits to a degree. Inventory is also up almost a billion on on uh, H one versus the previous H one. I, I imagine some of that is is higher pricing. I imagine some of that is also to your point, your your downstream uh, customers uh, ordering more more softly, more cautiously. Correct. Yes. So so two elements. Um, obviously, the higher commodity pricing coming through in mm-hmm. our costs, which sits in inventory, as well as in our sales, which sits in, in debtors. So both of those are elevated through prices. Uh, but then also we did have volume increase in uh, inventories, primarily as a result of softer demand. Yeah, okay. So softer demand, some there. PG Bison, uh, probably the, the brand, well, actually I was going to say the brand best known, but actually you've got a bunch of fairly well-known brands. They're doing fairly well. You've, you've been expanding. You had a, a delay on, on, on one of the, the, the new plants there, but that's still operating fairly well and, and, and fairly robustly, notwithstanding tough conditions. Yes, um, PG had a, had, a, had a very good um, uh, six months in, in the context of the environment. Um, and I think it illustrates, in one sense, the, the strength um, of that business. Mm-hmm. But in another sense, uh, we've done a lot of work over an extended period, it, just in terms of, of marketing that business and creating consumer demand. And a lot of that product actually ends up in informal markets, which I think is a good illustration of the resilience of those markets, which, which I think we often underestimate. Mm. 
And, and that drove a lot of PG's continued demand, we believe. And that has been. I mean, we've been over the over the years. We've been chatting around results. I mean, PG Bison, you, you talk around that reposition. You talk around picking up in, in in terms of 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 adding capacity there. That 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 strategy, which which has been a, I don't know if it's long term or medium term, but but it really is is paying those 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 benefits. And and as you say, creating awareness, creating demand in the markets, creating much export demand as well. Yes, um, um, we, we actually grew our exports in this um, half as well. Um, so I think through creating the production capacity, creating consumer demand, enabling our customers, uh, just the combination of those factors mm. collectively has, has uh, supported the results. Uh, Foltex, uh, I was going to say small in your life, but I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a, what, a, a billion rand revenue, which was up very chunky, operating profit, uh, more than doubling at almost 100 million. That's selling into the automotive. And, and I'm asking this question so I can get perhaps some sight to some of the automotive uh, uh, companies out there. You've seen sort of conditions improving because that was, again, a, a really tough pandemic and even post-pandemic because of supply chain troubles in that industry. We have seen improvements, Simon. Um, it's not back to pre-COVID levels yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still a, a, a fair amount of variability, but overall volumes up and certainly improving levels of consistency. So I think that was one of the mm-hmm. difficulties we had previously was just significant variability in demand, and that's starting to stabilize, uh, albeit at a, at a slightly lower level. Um, but certainly a, 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 a more sustainable, more manageable situation. Looking forward, I mean, the the, the next six months and, and what you're six weeks into those those in fact seven weeks perhaps into that the the the, the, the sort of the second half of the year. Uh, I mean, it, it 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 looks tough out there still. I mean, you know, we're sitting here as we as we speak, uh, stage six load shedding. It's not suddenly getting easier. It, it's almost dare I say, it, kind of the new normal. Yeah, Simon, we, we're concerned about load shedding. Um, you know, at level four, uh, I think the economy can operate. Mm-hmm. Uh, at level six, it gets very challenging um, downstream from us. And at stage eight, uh, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be crippling for the economy um, and, and for consumers and, and individuals. Yeah. So that's a big concern for us. Um, we're building significant... Um, uh, kind of resilience into our system to be able to continue operating uh, through various levels of load shedding um, and other infrastructure impacts, um, so water um, mm-hmm. uh, security, etc. So those are part of our, our mitigation plans, uh, together with looking for opportunities of, of where we can grow, um, so trying to open up new export markets so that we can continue producing and, and continue selling our product. Yep, and I take a point. And a lot of that challenge is downstream, which, of course, largely out of your hands. We'll leave it there, uh, Gary Kappen. Uh, CEO of Carp Industrial Holdings. Always appreciate the time. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.